What's going on, everybody? This is the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. We talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's of interest to me and something that is maybe underappreciated when it comes to why you see elections go certain ways, why you see certain people voting a certain way. I'm being cryptic for a reason. I don't want to give too much away up front. I'm referring to the welfare state. The expansion of the welfare state and what a mother in New York City today, or actually no, it wasn't today, it was yesterday, referred to as the democratic plantation. She's black, by the way. So if that interests you, we're going to talk about the welfare state. We're going to talk about how it plays into politics, the, how the welfare state has expanded. Certain states that are booming under the welfare state. What, Who they vote for. Voting yourself a raise. We're going to touch on all of it. All of it right here on the Shape Get Shared podcast. Now let's roll the intro and get on with the show. And we are back. So, folks, I I take no pleasure in saying what I'm about to say. But I'm sure, especially if you're from a blue state, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. All of the so-called homeless, I call them bums. All the bums in the street that everybody seems to be saying, Oh, we need to give them free housing. Oh, we need to to increase the funding. Ooh, 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 we need to make sure that they're put up in hotels, you know, if you're in San Francisco and it's during the pandemic. Now, keep in mind, these people don't particularly add a lot of value to the society, per se. They're the extras on the world stage, if you will. Yet, for some reason, if you don't help them, they start going like this. You what? Yeah. It's... It's unbelievable to me that the welfare state has gotten this bad. Now, what do I mean by the welfare state? Well, the welfare state, for those of you who don't know it and have never heard of it, the welfare state is stuff like the public pension, social security, which is like social insurance. It started developing around the 1880s and then onward to World War One, the Great Depression, World War Two. All these have been huge pushes towards the expansion of the welfare state. Now, the welfare state stands for, I'm looking at the definition, says a welfare state is a form of government in which the state or well-established network of social institutions promotes and protects the economic and social well-being of its citizens. Sounds, Sounds pretty good, right? Hold on. Not done yet. I'm not quite done. Based upon, you ready for this? You ready for this one? Based upon public responsibility for the based on equal opportunity, equitable distribution of wealth, and public responsibility for citizens unable to avail themselves of the minimal provisions for a good life. Now, you may hear that definition and say, well, what's wrong with that, Austin? What's wrong with that? 
I think that people should have stuff paid for. I don't want people living on the street. I don't want people eating out of the garbage. I don't want people living in a, in a shack or a cardboard box or a tent under a bridge when I drive by them in the city. I think it's disgusting and, and somebody got to do something about it. Yeah, they, they should be doing something about their own situation. Now, a lot of lawmakers seem to think that that's our job, to support them. Wrong. I think it's not about what the politicians need to do. It's about the individual and how they should pull themselves out of poverty. How they should make themselves better using their own ambition. Instead of being out here saying, you know what? We as the government, of the people, by the people, and for the people, we're going to give the people what they want while grafting off of it, allegedly. And then we're going to control them by keeping them on the plantation, whether they're white, black, Asian, doesn't matter. Indian, Hispanic, take your pick. They own you. In exchange for giving you state money, you're going to vote for them. Now you're, now you're telling me, what?! You can't prove that. You can't prove that. That's ridiculous. Why, why, why would they vote for them? Um, because they're giving them and what they think of as free money. Now, if any of you have read the 48 Laws of Power, you would know that Law 40 says you should despise the free lunch. But of course, those of you who have not read the book wouldn't know that. You love the free lunch. You, you losers out there who love free stuff. Nothing is free. Someone's footing the bill and they expect something in return. Nobody's that nice. Even if you give something away out of the, gener the so-called generous part of your heart, you're still getting something in return. You're getting that feel good of, yeah, I'm a good person. Oh, yeah, I give away stuff to charity. I'm a good person. Now, if you give away things, that's great. I'm not trying to say that you're a bad person. Or that you shouldn't do those things. But just don't lie to me. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to other people and pretend like you just do it because you're a nice person. You, you, you do it because you like the way it makes you feel. If you didn't like the way it didn't make you feel, you wouldn't do it. That, that's how that works. I, I don't, I'm sick and tired of this, this garbage. I'm sick and tired of people being out here lying. Now, I'm going to expand upon this idea. Now, you may be asking me, Austin, where in the world would people, where do people get this so-called welfare? Who gives it out? Who's consuming it? Where are they? Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, because according to wisevoter.com, fair use to them, they did an evaluation. But before I give you the numbers... Before I give you the numbers, let's let's just turn around and say, "Hey, look!" The welfare, like I said before, is a form of government assistance that is meant to help citizens meet their basic needs, and like food and shelter, for example. Now, the big six major welfare programs in the United States are SNAP, which is Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Programs. Uh, what is that? T 
the temporary assistance for needy families, supplemental social income or SSI, inc earned income tax credit, housing assistance, Medicare, Medicaid, social security, unemployment, workers compensation. Now you may be asking, where the hell do, who's buying, who's taking all this? California, number one. Two hundred and thirty-seven thousand six hundred and fourteen welfare recipients. It's unbelievable to me. I, I I am sick. I am sick to my stomach looking at this data. That's my home state. New York, number two. Seventy-five thousand one hundred and twenty-one welfare recipients. Number three, Ohio, forty-eight. Number four, Florida, 38,000. Number five, Washington, 28,000. Number six, Pennsylvania, 27,000. Number seven, Massachusetts, 25,000. Maryland, number eight, 22. Minnesota, 19. And then Texas at 18,000. My friends, while I try to use the soundboard to levy this up, this is no laughing matter. That is taxpayer money going to people who aren't just treating it as that they're down on their luck. If they are, that's different. But the welfare state incentivizes it. Does anybody remember during COVID when the rates were out of control for unemployment, people were making a bag off unemployment. Does anybody remember this besides me? Well, I was in the military, busting my behind. My family would tell me, and I look on the internet, and I would see people making a bag more money than I was making working full time, working eight to twelve hours a day. They are making more money than me, sitting on their fat behinds, not doing jack. Growing sideways instead of vertically. It's, it was disgusting. California is by far number one. With 237,000 welfare recipients. Now, I'm going to tie this into something else and then I'm going to bring it back. Okay? The border. The border is out of control. Illegal aliens are crawling into every crevice in this country as fast as they can. Now, if we're such a racist state, by the way, why are people coming here, especially from non-Caucasian countries? But, but we'll table that. That's not important right now. Are they coming here because we're such bad people? Are they coming here because we're all racist? Nope. They're coming here to get free stuff from the government. Especially in California, that welcomes them with open arms. And uh, we also have no voter ID laws as well. We're going to throw that one in there. And now I'm going to tie it back in. You ready for this? Now, out of the 10 states I just named, from California, New York, Ohio, Florida, Washington, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, and Texas... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you these states that... Let's see how they voted in the last couple of presidential elections. California is a dead giveaway already. 
I don't think California has gone red since Reagan. Let's see. I'm looking at the map for Biden versus Trump. Let's see. California, blue. Shock. Pennsylvania, blue. Massachusetts, blue. Maryland, blue. New York, blue. Minnesota, blue. Washington, blue. Obviously, Texas is red. Ohio was pretty dang close. I'm surprised Illinois is not on this list, to be honest with you. But, yeah, there it is. The only red states were Florida, Ohio, and Texas. All the rest, red, were not. They, they were not red, they were blue. Voting themselves a raise, courtesy of you, the tax-paying, hard-working Americans. Now, let's look at 2016. Let's see if it's any different. Hmm. California, blue, shock. Washington, blue, big shock. New York, blue, cue the collective gasp. Minnesota, blue. Now, this is an interesting one. Florida was an, pretty much an even split. Very, very close. Ohio, pretty close as well. Pennsylvania went red, but by less than 1%. Maryland, blue. I'm telling you, folks. Massachusetts, obviously blue, 60%. It's almost entirely blue Democrat states that are receiving the most welfare. Uh, that's not an accident. And if you think it's just a coincidence, you're wrong. You are you're a hundred percent wrong. If you think it's just a mistake if you think it's just a coincidence. Wrong. It's on purpose. It is nowhere close to an accident. They're out here sucking the welfare system dry, using the tax money. While saying, oh, we're, the national debt is rising, all spending's at an all-time high. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why when the welfare state is out of control. And then not only that, but the politicians pander. Saying, I'm going to increase the funding. I'm going to make sure that nobody goes hungry. I'm going to make sure that the welfare state is funded. Can somebody answer me? Anybody listening? Now, can anybody listening to this show answer to me right now? Why? Why is it that these politicians are promising more benefits to people who don't work, people who are bums, people who are not producing for society? Can you explain to me why they're giving this to them? Because they could still vote. It's because they want their votes. And if someone came up to you and said, Hey, 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 um, hey, um, so I, I know you're not really, you don't care either way, or I know you're going to vote this way, but, 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 
hold on a minute. Before you vote, uh, here's a hundred bucks, or better yet, here's a thousand dollars. I'm I'm not trying to buy your vote. I'm just saying that if you vote for this guy, he's gonna give you a thousand bucks. I was just there. My uh, might sway your vote, right? Well, it might not sway you because you care about politics. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a guy talking about politics. But the average, they used to give out little bottles of cherry brandy in New York City to get the bums out to vote. Now they just give them a welfare check and food stamps. Instead of just, instead of just two buck chuck brandy, they're giving them a whole paycheck. Your paycheck at that, if you can, if you can believe it. That's what they're out here doing these days. It's unbelievable to me. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. You what? Yep, that's what they're doing. They're giving your money to the to other people on the government on the government dole, disguising it as oh I care about you. They don't care about the bums. They want their votes. They want the votes. Now, I'm going to... Now, we're going to go back to the story I mentioned earlier. This story comes out of Fox News. Fair use to Fox News. Now, this one... I might get a little emotional. I'm going to read a little bit of the story, so bear with me. If I start to freak out, know that I tried. I tried to keep myself cool. Now, this for any of you who know who Rep. Dan Goldman D. New York is, he is a scumbag. He is a lowlife of the highest order. Now, this story comes... Out of Fox News, as I said. Now, a woman whose son, veteran son at that, was killed in New York City. You know, in the same place where uh, Mr. Alvin Bragg is, um, you know, trying to take down Trump. Yeah, yeah, that, that Manhattan, same place. This woman's son, who's a vet, gets whacked in New York City. And then this, this, this Goldman has the nerve to come out here and start to insult this woman. Insulting her intelligence. Talking down to her. And it's disgusting. And this is her response. I feel bad for uh, Representative Jim Jordan, by the way, who had to be on this committee and had to try to maintain order. I feel bad for him. Now this is this is her response to him. Trying to high road her, trying to talk down to her, telling her to shut up basically. This is what she says. You ready for this one? She said, You're trying to insult me like I'm not aware of what's going on here. I'm fully aware of what's going on here, okay? That's why I walked away from the plantation of the Democratic Party. Her words, her words, not mine. She's an African-American woman who lost her son to violence in Manhattan. The same district that the esteemed Alvin Bragg, the 
patriot of the law, this icon of American judicial prudence, gets whacked and uh, Bragg mishandled the case. He was okay. Look here. Here's the details of the case. Her son, Sergeant Carrera, was beaten, stabbed nine times by multiple people in 2018. The prosecution for the case has dragged on for more than four years, and then Bragg ultimately removed the indictments against two of the suspects in favor of lesser charges. Now, the other two ended up receiving life in prison. But answer me this. If the so-called esteemed Alvin Bragg was such an icon of American judicial prudence, can you explain to me why he would remove the indictment of two of the suspects for lesser charges, not even that they did it, but that they should be punished less for the murder of a man, a veteran at that, who was stabbed nine times. But yet he's obsessed with Trump and taking him down. Upgrading a bunch of offenses. But downgrading those of the people who he's supposed to protect. Very interesting, isn't it? Very, very interesting. Now he brought now she brought up the Democratic Plantation. Now, I want to remind everybody listening to the show that it was the Democrat Party, yes, who wanted to keep their slaves in the South. Now, you look at the South today and you think, oh, it's they vote mostly Republican. So, they can't. It must have been those damn Republicans who were enslaving those poor African Americans. Uh, no, actually. That is 100% untrue. It was not it was not the Republicans, because guess what? Lincoln was a Republican. Do I need to remind people of that? Apparently I do. The, the statement the, or the sentiment that it was the Republicans who were keeping the slaves enslaved is 100% wrong. And I'm sick of it. Now, I'm going to read a little story here from a man named Larry Smith out of the Indianapolis Recorder. He's African-American, by the way. Here's what he says. He says that political mudslinging is as old as politics itself. Which is true, by the way. 100% true. However, he says that the Democrats enslaved black folks whereas Republicans fought to end slavery. Later, Republicans surely encouraged civil rights legislation, whereas Democrats were rabid, rabid now, segregationists, including your friend Joe Biden. Yes, that's correct. They scrubbed it off the internet because they didn't want you to know that he uh, used to be a little friendly with the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan back in the day. Oh yeah, there was a picture about him on the internet that's been scrubbed. Yeah, uh, government's in full effect, government media complex, folks. They won't tell you about that. It says He says, black Democrats then choose to identify with the political party that has kept us, keep in mind, he's an African-American man, that has kept us literally and figuratively in change, end quote. 
I mean, does anything else need to be said on the matter? The, if you look at a guy like Bill Clinton, who was from the South, Democrat, they flip-flop, politicians flip-flop all the time. So that's nothing, that's nothing exclusive to Democrats or to Republicans. But I find it interesting that people conveniently forget that it was Lincoln who was a Republican president who pushed to end slavery. And it was a Democratic South who said, no, we want our slaves. Meanwhile, the majority of African Americans still vote Democrat. The same people who founded the Ku Klux Klan... Yes, you heard me right. And who fought to keep them in change in chains, sorry. Who refused to see that they're still being exploited to this day. Now I don't say that to insult your intelligence. I'm not Representative Gold Goldman from New York. But what I will say is you should open your eyes to realize that you need to think for yourself. You need to stop saying, I'm going to do Biden. I'm going to vote Democrat. Or I'm only going to vote Republican. Or I'm only going to vote Democrat. No. You need to vote with your brain. Not along the party line. Now, keep in mind though, most Republicans, in my opinion, are a lot better than most Democrats. Especially when it comes to social issues. Because the social issues are going crazy right now. I mean, if for God's sakes, I got thrown off a of medium yesterday. I appealed today. I'll give you an update on the story for those of you who are interested in it. I got thrown off Medium. Now, keep in mind, I've been on the platform for four months and I have over a thousand followers. Nobody promoted me. Nobody was lifting me up. Everybody was coming from my neck. But I have over a thousand followers and they sniped me for talking about transgenders and how I don't think it's good for a transgender man who wants to, who thinks he's a woman. To subject his family to this insanity and to dress up his son in women's clothing. Apparently that's too hateful. Apparently that's hate speech to the psychos and pinko communist freak shows out there. Apparently that's too hateful. I don't hate them. I say it out of concern and care for your child and for you. And for and for them, the suicide rate is through the roof for people who go through these procedures. And that's post-op, not even just pre-op. Suicide rate is through the roof. And yet I'm trying to warn people of this, and I am the hateful one. Me. I, Austin Creed, I am the evil man. I am the hate... I am the hate monger, not them. It's just out of control, ladies and gentlemen of the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. I just need to talk about it. I need to get it off my chest. I need to inform other people because I don't want... I don't want you to be next. I don't want what's happening to people in the media, to people on the right, on politics. I don't want that to happen to you. To your family. To you in your workplace. To your children. It's unacceptable. Well. 
As much as I would love to save the world on my lonesome, I can't do it on my lonesome. I need your help. And if you feel so inclined to help, or you have questions or comments about what you heard today, or about any other show, hit me up on Twitter at Creed. Check out the Patreon page, the Sheep Get Sheared Patreon. I'm putting up a poll over there, and the more activity we get, the more I love to interact with y'all and really start to build this community because I think it's something that needs more of. We need more of this type of dialogue and not less. I don't want. I will not be censored. I will not stop. And I hope you won't stop either. I don't want you to feel like your voice doesn't matter. If you agree with the things I say, I will continue to voice my opinion. And if you hate me, hey man, feel free to keep on hating. I'm not out here losing sleep over it. I've been called pretty much everything there is to be called. Including a Nazi, but I'm a Jew, so that doesn't really make sense. But alright, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. Anyways, folks. I appreciate you tuning into the show. Like I said a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes ago, I appreciate you discussing and keep sticking around this long. I appreciate your patronage. Speaking of, check out the Patreon, Shape Kid Sheared. Check, find me on Twitter at Aussie Creed or Austin Creed if you want my government name. I hope you have a great rest of your week. You'll get through it. I'll get through it. We'll all make it to the weekend, folks. Anyways, you have a fantastic rest of your evening. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen next. But I will be here. Because I'm not going anywhere. I appreciate all y'all being here. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America.